0: The old in and out, in and out. Ooh, in and out, pause. Stick it in. in. Let's get in. Let's get out.
1: Get in there deep.
0: Get in there deep. (laughs) Get in there balls deep.
1: Now that's how you come back from a long hiatus, ladies and gentlemen.
0: You are
1: now listening to Decoding 40. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you heard that magnificent intro, so you know what time it is. It is time for the loveliest. Linus. <laughs> Break is having podcasts. If there was ever a podcast Boy, when we break, we know how to break. This is Dakota Forty. Somebody told me we should probably call this Dakota Forty Platinum because uh, we are all outside of our forties at this current moment. But it is what it is. The show is called Dakota Forty. I am your humble host this week, L. O. dot, aka Don't give me nothing to drink for another week, and boy, am I going to need it. <laughs> Ooh, aka
0: Virgin Liver,
1: <laughs> the regenerative. I am joined uh thankfully by two of my most esteemed colleagues in the podcasting industry and they go by the names.
0: What's up? What's up? It's been a very long time, folks. This is your boy Vin, aka new job, aka like L said, regenerative. I got the Wolverine liver. You know, it's it haven't I haven't been abusing it. It's uh been regenerating. It's getting its superpowers again. Waiting with baiting breath for Elle's birthday celebration so we can do some damage.
2: You won the aka length challenge you Mm -hmm. you, that was the longest aka to date this is alaric
1: all right gentlemen thank you for introducing yourselves and reacquainting all of us of who you are as always before we start the show and after we do our intros we have a little housekeeping if you want to give us a call or text us. And some of you have been texting us like, you where yeah. is the next episode? <laughs> and I've actually been afraid to answer those texts, but we do appreciate you reaching out and, and checking in on us. And just kind of prodding us gently as to getting back on the microphone and spitting out these shows. So here it is. I hope you enjoy it. But you can text us or call us at 619-940-4040. If you want to check us out online, it's decoding40pod.com. The store is actually under some modifications, so you won't be able to order any merch. But you'll be able to go check it out. Anything else you guys want to talk about?
0: Full disclosure, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we did record a show for the Christmas holiday. It did not leave the cutting room floor. And I went out on a limb and I started making videos talking about we back, we back. It was all gravy. And then people was like, I thought y'all was back. And I was like, I thought we was too. But apparently we weren't. So <laughs> <laughs> this is <laughs> the official welcome back.
1: Now we back back.
0: We back back. See, like we was back, but we was we was playing with y'all. It was like, psych, we not back.
1: Yeah, We back like sponge right now. Alert, Any uh, housekeeping notes? Don't forget to email us if you want to send us an email.
2: Maybe you want to leave us a voicemail and email us at decoding40 at gmail.com. IG, decoding40, Facebook.
0: Facebook is like old book for old people now. I'm under Facebook.
2: Literally don't open Facebook ever. I used to open it sometimes if somebody had sent a message or there was a story that popped up in my notifications. But now I just delete those
0: notifications. No more to Facebook. Have you signed up for the IG uh version of Twitter? What's it called? Threads. Threads. We do have a Threads. I don't know what's on there. To be honest. I don't either. I have a Threads. I think I've made like three posts. I'm just not.
1: I'm I'm not a fan of Threads. I don't understand it. I don't get it. So it's not going to enter into my mind or my daily uh, interactions with people online at all. Are we on Pinterest? We are on we Pinterest. Are. Check the code forty on Pinterest it's when you're getting a recipe. Not to understand. So. I'm not using it. I'm not even thinking about it. You're
2: send us your your, your your favorite uh,
1: knitting designs. Yes, <laughs> and recipes. Your, your favorite pin and 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 uh,
0: tag us in it. Your yes, favorite yes. recipes. If if you like to wear yes, warm so sweaters cool. and socks, please send us your favorite uh, bread recipes. Perhaps uh, rice pudding. Whatever you'd like to eat sounds like anything that old people but, eat. I would love to get. Some either some DMs or just some emails or some text messages, just saying that you know, hey, glad you guys are back. Heard the new show. Let us know, man. We want to know if we're still out there. We said that sounded quite lonely. Respect. It does. Listen, okay. (laughs) It was very needy, Vincent. Very, very (laughs) needy message. Needy. Well, I'm sitting here all alone by myself, and I'm wondering if you guys are still listening to us. Please, (laughs) I really need a hug and some love from all my fans on the Dakota 40. Well,
1: thankfully, there's this thing called analytics where we get a report on who actually is streaming and where they're streaming from. So, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I've I've literally gotten questions from across the country Mm -hmm. and around the world about when are you putting out the next podcast.
1: So I'm glad we're back. So speaking of back, Let's do what we do best. Let's do the A block of the show, uh, the check-in. Who would like to check in first?
0: What has been going on in the life of Vincent Perez since the last time we recorded? A whole lot of a whole lot. Ups and downs, sideways and everything else. I have secured a new job and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of stuff to do. Um, I'm learning a whole new language right now. Uh, not as as far as spoken language, just a whole new job type of language. It's, it's a big class of us. A lot of work, a lot of studying. I, you know, what it is, is that when you get to our age, uh, 49 plus one, your mind doesn't work as good as it used to work. You have to really take the time and effort to remember things because sometimes shit just does not just does not compute. Like I can find myself reading this material over and over and over again. And I know it's in there somewhere. And what happens is after I've been studying all day, it's very difficult to go to sleep because my mind is still racing. But, um, you know, I've got a new job I'm trying to get back on top. I did find out today, as a matter of fact, that I might be able to get my student loans forgiven uh, oh, wow. based on the. Yeah. Based on the fact that um, the original loans were given to me by the government and I just have to basically re I, she said, like not refinance or uh, consolidate them through the government again. And then they'll do then they'll basically see how long I've been paying it and possibly forgive them based on that. Mm. So I have I'm going to do that as soon as possible, because I've been paying my student loans longer than probably some of our listeners have been alive. OK, and I'm about sick and tired of paying these motherfuckers. I've probably I've probably given enough money to pay, to pay for three mortgages with these fucking yeah. loans. And I'm hoping that they get forgiven. So um, my, my wife, I think do. my wife,
2: I think, just signed up for
0: that program. Mm-hmm. And um, she was saying in
2: in 26 months, she makes 26 more months of payments and they'll
0: forgive the rest. OK, well, I, I mean, I've made it's it's either 300 payments or 25 years and way past 25 years. And mm-hmm. then there's another stipulation if you work in public service. But if the, the job you work for is funded by the government, which the MTA is funded by the government, there might be something in there as well but at any rate i'm going to definitely uh you know cross my T's and dot my eyes to get that taken care of um i got covid at the end of september probably right after we last recorded and september you uh, going back back this is a check in not a biography <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay <laughs> I, i'm bring? all of, eight of my check in I'm 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 all into five minutes of my fucking check if you break breaking. my you don't my have
1: to match his forty minutes.
0: <laughs> I'm not trying to match his forty minutes. I'm trying to get at least ten. Can I get fucking ten minutes? Crying seven. out loud.
1: So uh so, no, this I'm just
0: summer. Giving... <laughs> Two years ago, um so no, I, I had gotten COVID. and then after that I basically me and the wife decided to become vegetarian. And since the end of September, beginning of October. I have not eaten meat or chicken, pause. And um, I feel great, you know. Um, I feel really good. And it's the first time I've ever stuck with something this long as far as like not eating, not eating a red meat or chicken. It's it's a big thing for me. I mean, normally I'd be running to Wendy's and I haven't been fast food eating. And I've uh, we've learned to make a lot of things. You know, the one thing about social media, which is great about it, is that you can type in vegetarian, vegan recipes, and you're going to have a plethora of shit just pop up. So, you know, because we're in that algorithm right now, I get a lot of recipes and we put them in a recipe. We have a recipe page that we both look at. And when we see something really good, we go out, we get the ingredients and we make it. And I, I've uh, learned how to cook mushrooms a thousand and one ways. I'm sorry. And,
1: did you say you're, you've are you gone vegan or
0: vegetarian? Vegetarian. Well, I, I would say pescatarian because I still eat fish and I still eat shrimp. And, uh, I haven't been able to give up dairy yet, but I don't eat it as much. It's not like I'm substituting, uh, chicken for eggs. I mean, eggs for chicken, anything like that. I, I mean, I have a, uh, egg on the, on during the weekend. I don't eat really during the week like that just because I have to get up real early in the morning. And the last thing I'm trying to do is cook anything, but I've learned how to cook with jackfruit, hearts of palm, various mushrooms, and uh just getting a lot of uh vegan type food you know you also have to watch sometimes with the salt intake with that so you you know I'm always mindful of that but I, I initially i lost like about 20 pounds and now i'm kind of back to like 210 but i've kept i haven't gone you know i was at my heaviest i was 225 before i started all this so feeling better getting up in the mornings um just happy to be in a better space uh Last year, up until basically two months ago, just in a bad place mentally, you know. Uh, I, and I just kind of got into, got sat myself down and with prayer and meditation and, and amongst other things, I just said to myself, I got to take things day to day, right? I can't worry about the loans, the bills, and everything else because that shit will drive you crazy. And when yeah. you get to our age, that shit will kill you. So, yeah. I, I mean, I, I get up every day and I take it day to day and, um, I just been feeling good about things, how things are showing up for me. Like today, I was on the phone with the, my my student loans, and for the, like I've called these people, I don't know, hundreds of times, and for the first time, I get this woman on the phone, and she basically breaks it down. How, oh yeah, you could probably get forgiven. And I was like, well, how am I gonna get forgiven? This is a private loan. She says, no, but originally your loans were by the government, so because of that, you can get forgiven. Mm. And I was like, this is the first time any of you motherfuckers ever said that to me. Every other time it's like, I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do. There's nothing you can do about it. Now, maybe be, with this newer program that just come out and it's, it's a, it expires at the end of April. So guys out there look Did into you it. If you got,
1: Did you get her name?
0: Yes, her name was uh, Kristen.
2: So, hopefully you didn't call her a motherfucker. No, I didn't call her a motherfucker. Oh, okay. But
1: I was
0: I I got I a real like
1: you to say her name. I'm just saying for your records.
0: <laughs> you <keep> <laughs> hey,
1: if you're out there, just give Cross Kristen a call. She'll yeah, hook you, she'll up, hook you get up. Get your right shit. Now, now everybody's calling their uh student loan center asking for Kristen.
0: Kristen. Yeah, put me on the phone with Kristen. She's I I heard it on Dakota 40. The motherfuckers know what they're talking about. Um no, she she basically broke it down how to do it, how to really do it and then she sent me some information via email so I, I you know shout, shout out to her cuz at, at the beginning I was very very upset cuz like I've been paying this thing forever. I've literally been paying this one loan for 20 years. Mm. And you know, it seems like it doesn't go anywhere. It's basically scratching the surface every time I make a payment and she was able to look at the record and be like, "Yeah, you've been paying for a long time, like you could probably get this forgiven." So, you know, I'm going to definitely look into that. Um outside of that Just trying to maintain, man, and uh, stay, you know, one nostril above water. My daughters are doing well. You know, my oldest is doing her thing. My youngest, she only has one more year to graduate. You know, I have a junior in high school who's blossoming into a very beautiful, smart young woman who is blessed. The child is blessed by God because people tend to give her things. And in fucking at the end of March, she's going on spring break to the Cayman Islands with one of her friends, and they're paying for it.
2: Mm. Wow!
0: So I'm like, can like you put me in a suitcase and let me stay for like <laughs> a couple of hours? Because like shit, I can use a trip to the Cayman Islands. So she's doing well. She had a little, you know, winter. She had a little Christmas job, and now she's back trying to get a trying to get a job. You know, we we just let her have Instagram yesterday. You know. Um we both kind of have mixed feelings about it, me and the wife, and we're going to trust that she's smart enough to handle it. Because I don't think I don't see her doing anything crazy on Instagram. It's just the other crazies that are on Instagram and social media. Right. right. And, you know, my my daughter is extremely sensitive. Um, She's she's very empathetic, a bit of an empath to, to say the least. And I don't want someone. Wow. Fucking with her or fucking with her spirit because you know she does her artwork and she likes to sew and she does a whole lot of things. She's a very eclectic uh, type of spirit. I don't want her being fucked with, and I just and Encourage her are,
1: to use that block, but
0: yes, mm-hmm. and and then if you don't if you look at the DMs and you don't know that person, just erase it because I don't need her getting pictures of other men. Turn thing. off the DMs. I don't know. I I, There's I gotta be some it, kind of parental control on there. I think yeah. I saw it. I
1: was looking at yeah. it accidentally.
0: Yeah, um, I'm gonna have to look at that because I just I'm I, I get concerned about that. Um, you know, yeah. people trying to just be inappropriate with her, you know. She's still young, you know what I mean? And in right. she's living her life, she's got her little boyfriend, you know. This <sighs> I mean young MJ in his prime still Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, you know. He's still living off the wall. He's still off the fucking wall, you know, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't thrown him through the wall, uh, but, uh, you know, he's a good kid. He's a good kid, but you know, I, I know the, the ultimate goal, you know what I mean? We were all 16 year old boys and yeah. you, you know, my daughter's a beautiful girl and, you know, and that shit, you know, I, I can't protect her every single day, every second of the day, but right. you know, I don't want her, you know, losing focus and, and, you know, fucking up her dreams because of this nigga but you know he's not a bad kid he's a smart kid
2: he's a smart (laughs) but you but you already know it's not forever so it's like yeah don't don't put too much energy in this because your your life is so much longer
0: yeah yeah exactly but they don't understand that like when when we were 16 we couldn't understand that absolutely we were just we would live we were living for the we were living for the moment you know what i mean so uh she's got a lot of time and she's she's extremely smart um, you know, already we're getting the college brochures coming in and, and you know she's she's expressed some interest in Spelman and Howard, which makes me proud that she wants to consider an HBCU. I think it would be a wonderful thing for her to experience mm. just because you know, she's g- gone to these high schools and middle schools that predominantly are white. And I think she needs to get a hold of her culture and, and, and live and feel that, you know, feel that energy of being around nothing but black folks who are about something, you know, and I, I want her to experience that. It's a beautiful thing. I, I, any, any child of color that, that identifies themselves as a black person or just, you know what I mean? That is, a that, is, that is, it gets identifies themselves as that needs to have that experience. If you're Puerto Rican and you identify yourself as Afro-Rican or Afro-Cuban or Afro-Dominican or whatever, it's a place where you need to be. HBCU is a place you need to be. It's an experience that, you know, I'm, I was lucky enough to experience. I didn't graduate, but I experienced it mm. and there's that. But, um, what else is going on? Other than that, I'm really looking forward to spring. Um, I'm over the winter. I'm not a winter person anymore. The older you get, the the, the cold just does not work with me anymore. This I hasn't been it. a bad
2: winter. I yeah. I can't even cry about it. I mean, like we had
0: two little snows and, uh, I don't like the cold, man. I'm, I don't let the Europeans deal with this madness. I'm tropical people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like nothing cold, you know what I'm saying? But except my beer. Just feeling like, you know, the the general message is I'm feeling great. I was about to better. ask
2: you, about how you how you were doing emotionally. I was about to ask you about that.
0: I'm, I'm glad you feeling doing. I'm feeling really, really good, man. I mean, I, I, I want to first thank uh, my wife for putting up with me and, 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 you know, really kind of being there and, and, and talking me off the ledge a lot of times. I want to thank you guys, especially you, Rick, you L for really, really being there as friends, as brothers. I love you guys. And without you guys, I'd probably be, I don't know, fucking walking the earth somewhere with a fucking cane and a, and a knapsack. You know what I mean? I just, I, I've been through the fire and back and I feel a lot better and I'm just just, I have more gratitude and just more focus on just taking things day to day. And I think that's the best thing you can do. Cause we get to a certain age, especially this age where life be man, oh, no. and life. And man life, be, life be fucking with us. And you know, you got to take it day by day. You can't take it too serious because you know, we're lucky if we got 25, 30 summers left. Yeah. And, and you know, it, you know my-
2: what's funny about what, what you just said is me and my wife had a very frank discussion a couple of weeks ago, maybe now. And I think we were both feeling like we just want to run away. Mm-hmm. Like this, this, she wanted to run away, not with me or, or, mm. or just away. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> and you know, there's times where I feel the same way. Like I just want to run away. Like
0: mm-hmm.
2: I just bounce and live. i move on the streets in, in, in Los Angeles like everybody else or, or live on the beach in Miami uh, just, just be a bum. Just, f- just check out. Drink myself yeah. into a, a stupor. Uh, and just check out for a couple of years, and then get my life together. And go to AA. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to do that. She just wants to run away. Yeah, I don't and, want you to do that. <laughs> there's, there's, there's
0: yeah, a there's right. there's, I don't, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to be friends with pissy from pissy smelling Rick. I don't
2: want <laughs> no, that. <laughs> no, she she was gonna she run was away and go to La uh, in in San Diego and live in a, a nice. Uh,
0: Commune or something like that?
2: No, like a, a nice uh, two-bedroom apartment. No, uh, no, she was going to go live in luxury. My runaway is just like, just get the fuck up out of here. But you know what I mean? Like, we're we not built like that.
0: You know you know what it is? Like, you know what I think it is, too? Uh, I, like, I find myself, uh, especially on IG, and, and and I've made a conscious effort of when I'm posting things, it's almost like a vision board for me. So I po- I like to post nature things and waterfalls and the the, the you know, Places in Switzerland or Europe or Africa, anywhere where it's just there's just a uh, uh, beautiful nature scenes um, mm-hmm. to kind of transport my mental to that because that's what I really, really find myself becoming more and more attracted to. And me, Al, have talked about it. You, me, and Rick have talked about it. You guys have talked about it with us, with each other. It's like I'm over this version of America, right? This whole matrix thing. I just want to be in a place where you know. Uh, Like the ultimate thing for me is to have a a, a house near the beach and a boat where I can go out every morning and catch some fish for my dinner or catch enough where I can go into town and barter for rice and a couple of things that I need and have just enough where I'm comfortable, but I have some Wi-Fi and some TV and stuff like that when I want to check into that. But for the most part, just be in a place where it's not all about cars and money and clothes and, and just the bullshit that is the rat race. You guess I'm just over it. I'm just over it, man. You know?
1: Wow. Um so my escape plan is a little bit different than you guys. <laughs>
0: I um
1: <laughs> I see more like Brickle City or Brickle Center in Miami. Uh <laughs> concierge. Service. Weather, concierge he's wearing, service. He's got his suit yeah. jackets.
0: Sleeves so pushed up <laughs> to his elbows. This nigga's We're wearing, wearing nothing but linen. Yeah. Just linen.
1: Yes. Um
0: <laughs> strictly linen.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm I, I can't do the hobo and uh I'm not catching fish every day. So um <laughs>
0: A but, uh, price. yeah listen listen <laughs> um I, you know that's just my that's not i don't know if that's my dream but i wouldn't mind living that but that's basically it man that's my check-in um glad to be back guys miss you guys i'm just glad to uh be doing this again all right
1: uh thanks for tuning in this week this has been decoding 40
2: thank you for just listening. kidding
1: uh, I was about some... to say, like you, you have to you have to at least <laughs> do your check-in. <laughs> cool, but play some beautiful traveling
0: music, please.
2: You are now listening to Decoding
0: 40. What's good, people? This is your boy Vin. If you like the show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding Forty on IG, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok.
2: A lot has been going on since the last time we've spoken. We went through the holidays. The holidays are great. I've dealt with quite a bit of illness um, with my father. My father's been going through some health issues, and I, I feel like we've finally gotten to the place where we're managing it well with his medication. So, you know, we're we're not on a state of heightened alert every day now. You know, now it's like I still got to call him in the morning, make sure everything's good. I actually spoke to him yesterday, and he was... um he was feeling nauseous and he was throwing up but that was because he hadn't he hadn't eaten so um, and then he was talking about I need to take my car over to this guy I think the guy's name was Ronaldo and Ronaldo is going to do the body work on my car and he's got spare parts in his trunk and I'm like
0: (laughs) your dad is like hold on hold on hold on I got new BBS ribs (laughs) right, we got we got the yellow skirt for the car, them. We got tint windows. We got some Damn, yellow man. and green for the for the interior. We have to make it, make it look smooth, you know? With the illumination at the bottom of the car. No doubt, no doubt. Jamaican <laughs> HG. I'm actually, Jamaica surprised he, I'm actually surprised he
2: didn't try to trick out this, this car
0: he has. Because uh,
2: you remember yeah, the right van out. Out. he had? It had lights on the inside. It was carpeted. It was the fuck truck. You
0: remember? It was the fuck truck.
2: <laughs> yeah, the fuck truck.
0: He have, what's he got, a Cressida now? <laughs> no. He's got a 92 <laughs> Cressida? A, a Mitsubishi. <laughs> That's that's but, making it adjacent. That is. That he, is
2: Jamaican adjacent adjacent. He's still trying to move at the same pace as if you know, he's about to turn eighty-one years old. Dude. And um he's definitely looking a lot older. He looks his age now. Mm. And it felt like that happened overnight. Because my dad's six three and now weighs about a hundred and twenty-five pounds. Jesus. Yeah. So he's he's that Frail old man, but the fire is still in him because he still wants to argue about everything with me. And, but I understand that, You don't need those rims. Just get the just get the twenties. You don't need the twenty twos. No, he's not putting
0: rims on his car. Spinning, yo, but it's spinning.
2: It's uh, but I, I understand the emotion around uh, behind it because you are watching yourself lose control of your life. And your entire life has been about moving to the beat of your own drum. You know, he he went into business for himself because he didn't want to answer to a boss. He has maintained his independence. And, you know, to be honest, sometimes I I look around and I'm like, I don't know how you kept this all together. I don't know how you kept this all moving. And he's slowing down now and he can't juggle all these balls at the same time. Mm -hmm. Balls. 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 <laughs> it's, it's hard to keep. It's hard to keep all these balls in the air. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I am saying. So, retroactive um, <laughs> pause. <laughs> so, like, because my my younger brother, who's got Down syndrome, he lives with my dad. So, my dad has been his caretaker since my stepmother died. um My stepmother died, you know, almost twenty years ago, twenty some years ago. So, he's been his, his caretaker. And then last month when I was over, I forgot, I think I was taking him to the bank or something. And um, this was the first time he was, normally I get there and he's probably already dressed, ready to go. Just put on his coat and, and then we go. But he was still in the process of getting ready. And now my younger brother, who is 41 years old, he's got Down syndrome. He now is my father's caretaker. He had to help my father put his socks on because he can't be bent over like that for a long period of time without feeling out of breath. That was one of the realest moments for me you know from we've insisted that he's got to have home health care worker you know come in at least a couple of times a week maybe help because he can't you can't move around like you used to you can't clean up like you used to you can't cook like you used to you can't be on your feet in the same way that you used to and when I think about him, I'm thinking about the emotion behind watching you lose control of the things that you've been in control of for so long, right? Yeah, so that that's that's something that's been sort of weighing on me because um we don't know how long he has left.
0: Every day is a blessing.
2: Did you say he lives in a walk up? Yeah. Thirteen step walk up. Thirteen His step walk up. is a warrior. Wow. My I've been looking at places, um, in his general area, because there actually have been a lot of like new high rise buildings that are getting built in in his area. We just need to get him in an elevator building. But, yeah, you know, I've been trying to convince him to, to sell the, 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 the day to day's business like he has a laundromat. Let's sell that. Get out of that business. Just be a landlord. Chill. No more running back and forth and getting machines fixed and running around and getting parts and no more of that it's it's too much. Seven days mm-hmm. a week. Man. 46
0: years. That's a
2: part of his DNA right now.
0: Yeah, it's hard for yeah. him not to do that.
2: So you, so you can't say stop doing everything, but stop doing this this stuff. Because you don't even need to do this stuff. At this point, you're probably going to make more selling the business and leasing the building. Cause then you don't have the expenses. You have to maintain the building. That is all. You don't have mm-hmm. to maintain the building. And, and this, you know, this tenants upstairs. You have to maintain all of that, the commercial spaces. Just, just do that. Just one, one of those things is a lot, you know. So just let's narrow it down to that. So the the, the other the other business that he has is a is a is a card store, like um greeting cards. That business has been dead for years.
1: <laughs> it, it's been dead for years, literally. Wait, I would imagine older people are still using greeting cards.
2: Not enough to justify. Having this business still open, I need to go down there and get a card. Valentine's <laughs> Day, Mother's Day, maybe Christmas. Those are the, those are the high seasons. Everybody emails. Nobody you. sends nobody, nobody sends cards anymore. They'll text it you. I still get birthday cards. I still get holiday cards, and they go to CVS and they bought right. it while they were getting some lotion,
0: or or, or they or while they <laughs> while they're going through Amazon purchasing all the stuff on, right. on on prime they fucking you know <laughs> uh. they, no one
2: no hallmark couldn't even survive, so you know this is it's a dead business, I think more even more than like the the greeting cards, he used to make more money on like invitations like wedding invitations, baby showers. nobody does that, it's right. all online, they make this elaborate website for you to r s v p on they don't send you a printed invitation anymore it's a dead no. business and to confirm that it's a dead business, since he's been having this these health issues, probably going on about six months, the store has been closed, has not opened in six months. Nobody's leaving notes like, oh, miss you.
0: Where are my cards at?
2: <laughs> it's not happening. It's not uh, happening. If he didn't if he did not own that building, there was no there's no way it, it would still be going on. And he doesn't want to rent it out to another That's I think that's part of this this emotional attachment to these things that he's built. Mm -hmm. And I mean, when I say he built, I literally mean he built them with his own hands. He built the floor when he bought the building and it have no floor. The upstairs didn't have a didn't have a floor, the ground floor, the floor was fucked up. He literally built the floors.
1: Oh, so he's in that
2: building. He is in that building. His DNA is in that building. So I understand why he's so connected to it. I understand that. I understand that. But you know, it's it, it's like it's like a shark. If the shark isn't moving, it's gonna drown. Yeah. And you can't spend this much time building something and let it crash. So that's that's just one emotional roller coaster I've been on. I just recently lost a cousin of mine who was uh My younger cousin, he's about four years younger than me. You know, when we were growing up, his sisters are closer to my age. They're one's a year older, one's a year younger. No, sorry, same age as me. Her sister's one year older. That's, those were our playmates. And then Kevin was just like the little cousin who just was a disruptor. He wanted to interrupt the games. He wants to spoil it. If you're playing checkers, he's going to knock the board over and laugh and run away and, and lock the door so you can't get him. Little jokester right? No bad
0: motherfucker.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, as we got older, we started developing our, our relationship, you know, as family. And the first year that we went down to Miami and we were trying to figure out, you know, the lay of the land and how we were going to put on this production. So I know that he's, he's a DJ. He's been a DJ for a long time. He was doing well in Miami. So I just called him for advice. Like, how do I do this? he was like, no worries. I'm going to help you. Stepping in where he, he absolutely didn't need to step into, but you know, he was that kind of person. He was always giving, always smiling, willing to help. And I think that sort of switched how, how our interaction. And now I was looking at Kevin, the man, I wasn't looking at Kevin, the the little cousin, you know what I mean? Cause Mm. I, I, I seen him, I seen him with his family and with his kids and, now, all of a sudden, it's, it's, it's a new respect. And um, about two years ago, he was diagnosed with uh, pancreatic cancer. And from the time he told me uh, uh, pancreatic cancer is, is aggressive and it's, the, the prognosis is not very good for most patients. But he fought hard. He fought a long, hard fight. It's crazy how someone who is sick can give you hope. That's what he was doing. He was passing out hope. To people. You know what I mean? Making them feel better about his situation. And um, you know, he's he's gonna be greatly missed. His youngest son, who's who's 15, turning 16, you know, it's gonna be a hard road for everybody to make that adjustment. But he had a beautiful home going this past weekend. So many people showed up. So I have hundreds of people. Like I didn't even realize how many people had showed up because I came into church early. I was sitting up front with the rest of the family. And it wasn't until we were leaving the church that I realized the place had folded up. The balcony was full. There was people outside standing room only and everybody was wearing all white. Mm. It was a beautiful, beautiful scene. And I I know he saw it and I know he felt appreciated the night before he passed. His wife had sent me a text and said that, um, that he was going to be in hospice and doing hospice at home, um, but please, you know, hold off on phone calls, I, um, you know, I'm better at answering texts. So I just recorded a voice note um, and I just asked her to play it for him. And I, and I just said, you know, thank you um, for your love, for your light, for your humor. Um, thank you for your generosity. And, you know, thank you for being an example of what a family man and, and being a husband and a, and a father for your community, and for your family. I just want to say uh, rest in peace, Kevin. Love you, bro. Um, I did want to mention some media stuff I've been intaking. I just recently found this on TikTok randomly. I don't know how I came across it at all, but it's called Who the Fuck Did I Marry? Yes. Yeah, I was going to talk about it. Oh, holy shit. I, did one of you post it? in the chat or
0: something i think you know what it probably is is that because we're all friends maybe i don't know if you saw it first or i saw it first but it started coming on my feet i'm like what what the fuck is this i watched like the first two episodes i haven't even got into the whole thing but i've been hearing so much about it you know this woman has created this uh based on a true life story and turned Mm -hmm. it into like a fucking miniseries and people on TikTok are like calling for her to get a deal with, like, like Tyler Perry needs to come Yo, see absolute, her. Absolutely. Not she Tyler Perry, needs, But, absolutely. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, anyone, Tyler, Tyler Perry, please, Tyler, leave. <laughs> us was, Tyler, <laughs>
1: Tyler. Or ignore us, Tyler. Ignore <laughs> um, yeah, that,
0: Tyler. He's going to call I, it
1: Diary of a Mad Black Woman Three.
0: Yeah. <laughs> R. Medea.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, um, <laughs> it,
1: it was a fascinating uh, series. I actually got kind of sucked into it. I listened to about 80% of it. First well, of all, the way she tells the story is pretty fascinating. Yeah. She's a She's awesome a great storyteller. storyteller. And she, I don't know what her background is in terms of uh, her creative side, but she understands the power of a cliffhanger. Because there were mm-hmm. points I'm like, I got stuff to do. I didn't have anything <laughs> to do, but I just didn't have time to be listening <laughs> to this. And she would say something and I would be like, what? I got to listen minutes. to the next one. <laughs> Ten more minutes. Right, and um, this dude is out of this world. And the, the yeah. one thing that um I saw somebody wrote, which is sort of sticking with me, for him to be such a pathological liar, he actually didn't gain anything from lying to her. Not, not, not monetarily. No, no. Outside of whatever perverse yeah. uh, uh enjoyment or fulfillment he gets from. Watching her, you know, be gaslit like that. That's that's fine. But I'm just saying in terms of right monetarily or um, at some point there wasn't even a physical gain because she stopped sleeping with him. So he literally is just I'm going like I was thinking about Cat Williams, what he said uh, to Shannon Sharp on uh, his interview. I don't know why liars lie. He's not even a great liar, but he just knows how to play on people's insecurities. Mm -hmm. And it it is bizarre. Like, at some point, that
2: was better than money. That was better than than anything. Because he was making people believe that he was this person he was pretending to be. Right. And he wanted to
1: be that person. But he didn't want to. Here's the part. I don't want to give too much away. Here's the part that I, I found fascinating. And I have I've actually asked this on social media. At some point he tells her that he gets this promotion and he's going to get an assistant. I want to know who played the assistant. He did. Cuz no, he had to she talked to the assistant. Now if he okay, I that did okay. cross my mind that maybe he's <clears throat> altering his voice. But if if he's going that far, throw him away. Literally, Dude, literally the phone calls though. The family phone calls. Like, I can <laughs> see on. that. I'm just saying. Come on. Come on. I feel like he he got somebody to go along with his plan. Like, hey, I need you to play like you're my assistant for my girl. He pro- like he that- duped somebody else. He, there was a whole other set wanna, of lies. I want to know who that person was. Yeah. But the yeah. fallout has this- been, he has made uh, a comment or a video. He He came out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He announced and- himself. He revealed who he was. He's wow. lying when he says that he left her because she was cheating on him. Yeah. Um. But then he he's also lying, saying that he's going to be on somebody else's platform so he could tell his side of the story. There's another woman that is involved in this story. Her son has come uh, forward and, and released some videos to corroborate what, uh, I think her name is Risa Tisa on uh, TikTok, to corroborate yeah. what she said. This is, I think okay. she released it on the 15th. We're recording on the 21st. Just, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know what? Um, she did have week, social media to choke hold.
2: I hope this whole shit is fake. I hope she's a writer and she faked this whole thing and she gets a big ass movie deal because she deserves it. I don't care if it's real or if it's fake. That's a good point. She's an amazing storyteller.
1: That's, without because, question. Because you remember Zola. Right. That was that twenty-three. I immediately thread. thought about that. Yes. I yeah. immediately thought about that when I first started listening. If you are faking this, this
2: is one of the most brilliant marketing schemes ever. Maybe ever. maybe he came up with it. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we can get paid.
1: Because <laughs> she's already gotten a trip to a paid trip to London and Paris. So oh, a lot of people awesome. were saying BMW, BMW needed to step up and get her um the car that he had pro- the the ex-husband had promised her. That's awesome. Um, so we'll see. Well,
2: yeah, so that has been that for the last I, I think I, I I'm on episode 43 I think. Oh, so you right there. You have the I, I think I'm on episode episode 43. But, you know, that's that's been uh interesting. I recently watched uh Vince Staples has a has a series on Netflix. Which Did I you thought read was... my notes for the
1: check-in, because this is really <laughs> embarrassing <laughs> right now. <What?
0: laughs> all right, I took
1: all
2: this stuff. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. I, I thought the show was great. I thought it was funny. I thought it was yeah. interesting. I thought it was kind of quirky. I like I like Vince Staples. I think he's a smart dude. Like he's really uh got his finger on the pulse of a lot of uh different waves and things that aren't obvious hearing his story and where he's from, I respect it even more because I know that he, he's self-educated. You know, he sought out this knowledge. It's not like it came to him, you know, really respect that. And he kind of reminds me of Atlanta a little bit, but more, maybe,
1: maybe more, um, maybe more Coen brothers than, than Atlanta. Yeah. I saw an interesting um, comment. Someone had said they wish Atlanta was still running and it would have been cool to see some sort of uh, cross uh, show. That would have been interesting. Um, I also watched, I just
2: finished season three of uh, or season four of True Detective season four, which
1: I thought was pretty That's good. That's right. I'm not going to have a check-in. I just want to let everybody it. know. <laughs> We've just, who's we just been watching the same thing. All right. Well, This check-in is like both of ours.
2: <laughs> it's both of ours. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Mayor of Easttown he, were you going to talk about that no you, you can talk okay about that. that that was that was really a good show too uh another uh hbo um series but apparently it's old i didn't i didn't hear about it when it came out but my mm-hmm. my brother-in-law told me that it's it's old it's an old series it's been around for a few years i'm um, starting starring kate winslet and um they don't say exactly where east town is but i think it's supposed to be i don't know like uh Massachusetts or this there's something that reminds you of of, of sort of like Boston ish. Just kind of like a a a, a hard blue collar town everybody's tough is supposed to be tough and you know. Um but that's an interesting series. And um okay, yeah, I think that's uh that's about my check-in <laughs> before I take everything that Leon has. Yeah. What's <laughs> good people? This is Alaric. If you like the show then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Tumblr, Reddit, um, Tumblr. Did I say Tumblr? Fluor. That's new. It's brand new. Just came out. Fluke. Etsy. Pinterest. Friendster. Hamster. X Hamster. Oh, wait. That's my private account. Don't
1: follow that. Decoding 40. So my check-in has been commandeered by Alric so I'm going through my notes right now and oh one I wanted to say just as a, a a rant there are way too many microphones I've realized during this hiatus that we have to commandeer these microphones there are too many stupid people having yeah. access one of the things that I would um Basically, like a, a a gun buyback program, we buy a lot of these microphones back, and then and then we raise the price to, of microphones to a hundred thousand dollars. And if you don't have a microphone, you're probably not going to get one, which would make the discourse, particularly online and uh in in the pod sphere, a lot more uh malleable, more more accepting, more more digestible. Because I, I just can't take it. I saw a brother talk about how he realized that he was doing something to get his wife uh, back, even though he had a baby. Uh, they'd been married, I think, four years. He had a two year old baby by someone else. Wow. wow. So, he, what he started to do was send her blue hearts. On the first day, it was one blue heart. The second day was two blue hearts. The third day was three blue hearts. And he said, Yo, I didn't even plan that. You know what I'm gonna do? Every day add another heart. <laughs> and this makes up for
2: the outside baby? <laughs> right. I'm like, bro, emojis
1: make up for outside baby. Somebody delete him, please.
0: Oh, oh my, my god. god. So I'm up, I'm up to 75 blue hearts. <laughs> right. And, and it's still line, it right right now, loving heart.
1: you. You got 75 blue hearts. Blue
0: hearts. Um, and the baby's crying in the background. She's still not answering
1: my calls. <laughs> right. Oh, my bastard child. Um, <laughs> There's just nasty people still. I, I I saw this the other day, and I realized that we are going to have perpetual uh, pandemics. So everybody knows you're supposed to cough into your elbow, right? Yes. Uh-huh. That's general kind of accepted. Uh,
0: so That's cough time. rule 101.
1: Right. I saw this woman lift her arm to the top of her abdomen and cough. <laughs> I'm looking at her like wait, her face is here and her elbows she, down here. She does, she does this. <laughs> so she, she dabbed without without ducking. Her. Head. You know you didn't catch that cough at all. At all. There was not one spittle, one germ that was caught in the elbow. Wow. So she's looking at me like what? I'm like, mm, no. Nah. It, it is what it is. Forget it. <laughs> yeah, it's not even worth it. Wow. So um, my last rant is Harlem has changed. I did not realize that bodegas close. Um, my boys were traveling down to D.C. a couple weekends ago, and uh, they had to be at the drop-off spot at uh, like 6, 6.30 a.m. So I wanted to go get them something, a few things, and realize all the bodegas around this area are closed. There's no CHW. I don't know what CHW is. It's a crackhead window. <laughs> <laughs> there is no CHW. Not not around one twenty fifth and Linux. What? So. When did they do away with that? I have no gentrification. Idea. Gentrification. But the funniest thing happened to me while I was walking and trying to find. There was a a, a woman walking towards me or walking in the direction that I was leaving, and I see her pulling her breast out as if she was home after a long day and she's just like, she needs them to breathe. She needs her breast.
0: She pulled the titties out. She pulled them out and And she's
1: massaging them and scratching under them. And you you know, you know what women do. And then she looks at me and she goes, Oh, she's, she said something about, I couldn't understand what she was saying, but she was talking to herself. And then she says, Oh, Hey, good morning, Brad. (laughs) So immediately I think to myself, do well, I look like a fucking Brad? <laughs> Apparently I do So, and she said it without... You felt insulted looking. by the titty scratcher. I wasn't even, yeah, I wasn't even insulted or offended by her pulling her breasts out. I'm like, she's probably been out here all night. She needs yeah. them to breathe. I get it. Yeah. Like, if, if men can walk around without a t-shirt, women should be able to have their breasts out. But the Brad part did kind of piss me off, because I was like, why is she calling me Brad?
0: So, well, not for okay. nothing. You kind of, you don't really favor him, but the guy that does my taxes lives in that area. And <laughs> his, has name the same, his name is Brad, has glasses like yours. So I don't, I think he's got a bald head. Doesn't necessarily look like you, but if you're scratching your titty, everybody looks like Brad, the accountant. So <laughs> maybe, that.
1: maybe yeah. Brad does her taxes too. <laughs> Brad might do
0: her taxes. <laughs> he <laughs> might do her taxes in <laughs> Yeah and and takes and, and gives her a deduction on titty scratching.
1: Who knows. I don't feel so bad. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad I brought yeah. that up. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, um I also say uh oh, as far as ranting a uh, dropbox, I need them to drop dead. I don't know if you guys remember because I totally forgot about that, but their validation process is this uh you have to count the number of dice and and then you have to click on the dice that fits whatever number they tell you. So, if it's 14 Dropbox? Yeah. You probably haven't done this in so long you forgot about it. Yeah. But you have to count the dice, click it, and then get it within this period of time. And it's like 14. You have to do 14 of these uh, puzzles. When I tell you. Yes. When I tell you. In a row. In a row. That I kept getting the 14th puzzle wrong. (laughs) 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 Let's start over again and i'm Ground thinking they're just gonna let me do the 14 puzzle over right no you have to start no. at one i did wow. this about three times and i was like you know what dropbox you can stop sending me that message about my box is full because it'll it, i'll never do anything with it at this point <laughs> you almost had me like I, if i was able to get in i would have probably just upgraded and just did whatever but i'm never dealing with dropbox again and i i I distinctly remember it took me a while to get into it the first time when I really when I first signed on the Dropbox. Now, never, never again. And the other thing is I have been teaching uh, mixed media and communication to middle school in the Bronx. Um, It's a podcasting course, a class, and we're going to figure out how to integrate what they're learning and they can talk about it in a podcast format the first couple of weeks have been just me getting to know them and just getting them comfortable with talking in front of a microphone. The hilarious conversation I had the other week was um, we were talking about their favorite artists and the kind of music that they listen to. So I go, Oh, that's cool. Do you guys ever listen? Cause part of the process is to do interviews. So I said, do you guys ever listen to interviews of your favorite artists? And they go, no, that's whack. That's something that old people do. Wow! Really? So I go because apparently, uh, oh, I I have <laughs> I have a low threshold, uh, or oh, I have a high threshold when it comes to pain. I say, well, what's considered old? When I tell you this was in unison, they said fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck y'all!
2: <laughs>
1: You're old. A thousand darts landing at the exact same time. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know what? This class is over. Um, But it's a great group of kids. um, Really smart and uh, looking forward to seeing what they produce uh, over the next couple of weeks. Um, I I did want to talk about some TV and movie recommendations that I was able to watch. Obviously, we talked about Vin Staples. I don't know if you guys watch American Fiction. Highly recommend it. Great film. film. The Book of Clarence. It didn't get great ratings, I know why, but it was actually a really good film. I I would recommend that. It starts very slow, but Lakeith Stanfield is brilliant in this movie. And it's going to be an underrated film just because of the topic and the idea of seeing Jesus as a Black man. It's not going to sit well with a lot of audiences. so It's not going to play well in the South. No, it's not. So if you see it with a poor rating... It is a certain... St- Actually, you know what? If you liked... What was the other movie that that brother did? Uh, the Harder They Come? Or, or the Harder They, they come? come. If you liked The Harder They Come, I think oh, the heart you will they be fall.
0: inclined. It's Harder They Fall. Harder They Come is the porn version.
1: Oh. No, Harder <laughs> hard They Come is... As that. I was saying, I was like, that don't sound right, but we're going to go with it. But The, hard no, they the fall Harder They
2: Harder They Come is a Jamaican movie uh, from the 70s. The Harder They Fall is the, the, the uh, western. The western. Okay. You don't know the Jimmy Cliff song? The harder they come, the harder they fall, one and
0: all. Uh, no. What, that I've probably was? heard it before, but I don't, I don't know the Yawrick version. <laughs> 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 My last recommendation is
1: Story Av. That's a story about a, uh, a graffiti artist in the Bronx and some of the, uh, the growing pains that he goes through dealing with grief with the uh, death of his brother. Pretty heavy, but uh, if you have time, I would definitely uh, recommend you watch that. Uh, Lastly, I did enjoy uh, True Detective. I thought the season finale was done just right. I even liked the ending that was Chef's Kiss. If you like ambiguous endings, if you don't like ambiguous endings, then you'll probably have a problem with it. But Tokyo Vice is a series uh, that's on Max that I have been enjoying. I'm making my way through the first season. I have a saying in myself, I don't like to read when I'm watching TV, and there is extensive, extensive subtitles. This is based in Tokyo. A lot of the conversation is in Japanese, so they have to translate it. If you don't want to read, you're not going to enjoy it, because they'll just, literally, they'll just be talking in Japanese, and you won't know Who's Because the... there there is a it's a it's about it's actually based on a true story. It's about um a, an expat American who moves to Tokyo uh from Missouri, I think, in order to take a job at a Japanese newspaper and get away from his family and just kind of define his own uh life. But he gets sort of embedded into the underworld and into the vice department within the police department. It's it's good. It starts off really slow. So if if you're not somebody who wants to watch a slow movie, then I mean a slow series, then this is not for you. Um so, but it does pick up around s- episode six or so.
0: So no it's Godzilla, weird. no samurai shorts? No,
1: none of that. And why are they making a King Kong Godzilla movie where King Kong is putting on equipment? Uh, what? We Yeah, he's <laughs> like getting something. suited up like Yeah. I like is the, and is the, he's putting a, a, a a a arm brace
0: or something to be able to punch. I'm like. Yeah. Wow, he's fighting—he's fighting this uh, king orangutan or something like that. That's evil. Oh, you seen it? Is, is that? No, I've seen the coming attractions to it. Oh. So it's like it's—it's it's this other huge killer oh. ape that is responsible, I think, for killing his family member, and now Kong is back for revenge. <laughs> Godzilla, Godzilla, come join him in the world.
1: But I—I I heard yeah. something in the, the plot world. where he's Monkeys saving, murdered,
0: saving the. Uh, humans, yeah, the slaving the planet. This, you know, oh my god, as you know, the black man hey, says, look, "Right."
2: I've been watching Power Rangers nonstop since my son discovered it, so I've had to suspend
1: all kinds of reality. I'm ready for it. Oh, I'm up Ranger. for it. Why not? I thought you were going to say you. something else. Uh, speaking of power, uh, raising Canaan, finished that season uh-huh. three. Boo. I loved it. Tried it. Didn't really care I for the ending too much, but I loved it. I tried Leon I tried you told me I bought it I
2: bought into it you told me it's good if you can watch the and power Rangers, I'm you can struggling. watch am it no watch power it's worse to me I'm struggling to get through season one struggling <laughs> you, you know like you force watching yourself one. like I really want to turn this off but I'm not <laughs> I really want to turn this off I'd rather watch something else
1: But I'm trying to see if it gets better, and doesn't. Then you're not gonna like it, because if you if you didn't if you're not enjoying season one, you it's it's just the same thing, just moving. I'm sorry,
2: I'm sorry. I think I think 50s series are terrible. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Mm -hmm. Like there's there's no realism to it. There's no the thing that I did like about it though. It was the um, the set design, the wardrobe. It looked. It felt like 90s in Queens. It felt very familiar. It really somebody somebody was there. Somebody was in the nineties in Queens. Cause that was that was it. They had that shit down pat. It felt like it. But all the other shit was just like, <laughs> this don't feel this don't feel real at all. It's a TV show, Alaric. I know. But is it is it a telenovela? or is it no. is it a telenovela or yeah, What is it, it? It actually is more of a telenovela. Yeah, I don't want I like soap operas. Hmm. I'm not it's too 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 melodramatic.
1: I, uh I want just, I want some just as a programming note, I would love that clip of I don't like soap operas just mm-hmm. saved in a vault cuz I feel like that's inaccurate, but I got to think about it. I don't want to Nah. I don't I don't want to make an assertion right now. All right, but um you're going to accuse me of being
2: into uh Empire? <laughs>
1: <laughs> or, or, or what was the other one? Star or whatever it was.
2: We're the a shot. Oh, that shit jumped off the that.
1: Okay, we're not. Even it jumped the shark, and then the shark jumped the show. I is. I then can't. the shark ate the shark. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, we have more show to go. So uh, this is Leon. <laughs> that's my check in, and I am done speaking. What's good, people? This is your boy, Dot, the man with more AKAs than the Black campus. If you like this show, then make sure you subscribe to Decoding 40 on IG, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok.
0: Decoding 40.
1: Killer Mike has been in the news quite a bit over the last couple of weeks. He swept at the Grammys uh, for his latest project called Michael. Have you guys listened to it?
0: I have heard a couple of tracks on it. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. I do like Killer Mike as an MC. He did a song that I like uh, with him and this other dude for Primo. Primo pulled out like an EP with uh, him. uh, I think whats the name was on it. Joey Badass is on it. Mm -hmm. And I think the dudes from Griselda is on it too as well. But uh, I I like his style. I think he's a good rapper.
1: Wait, Conway? Conway and, and Joey Badass have a single out right now.
0: No, 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 no. It's it. I think it was something separate from that. Oh, okay. Like Joey Badass has a single with Primo, and then uh, it's like an EP for hip hop. Fifty. Got it. Okay. So okay. I, I can't think who else is on there. I think um, maybe Little Wayne might be on there too. I, I don't remember, but uh, he Killer Mike has a track on there that I like. It's pretty good. Got it. But um, as an MC, I think he's. I think he's. He's dope. I like his style. I, I like what he's saying a lot of times in his raps. He's not. I mean, compared to what we listening to today, I mean, you know. Anything with a fucking pulse that's actually talking about something, I'm willing to listen to it. I think gotcha. he's
2: dope as fuck. I've been a Run the Jewels fan since first album. I, I think when he first came out, I wasn't really feeling him that much, but Run the Jewels kind of turned me. Mm-hmm. Um and I started really listening to his to his rhymes. Um yeah, he's dope. He's dope as fuck. And I listened to Michael, I listened I think I didn't really get into it. I listened to track one and two, and then I kind of drifted off. But I wasn't in the headspace to listen to it. But I definitely am going to go back and listen to it now.
1: I actually listened to Michael twice, back to back, in a row. Not feeling it. I felt like... Have both of you seen American fiction? No. Yeah. Okay. So I won't make that analogy, but I felt like it was what Black people tell white people Black struggle is about. It felt a little bit contrived to me, but It is what it is. I I was sort of in it because I was like, I want to understand, one, why this was so celebrated in terms of Grammys. I don't really care about Grammys, but I just something about that. I wanted to understand what Mm -hmm. did people hear in it that made made it so uh, such a standout for that night. So it wasn't feeling the album, but it's 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 a listenable album. It's just it won't rank very high on any album chart I Put together, Like anybody cares what I put together. That being said, he has been in the news making recommendations as to how to improve uh, lives of black people here in America. And one of the uh, plans that he has come up with is for young teenagers who find themselves pregnant before college. And I will give you the high points. Um, so and oh, I, another aside. I felt a little bit uncomfortable with the way he was interchanging boy and woman and young man and girl. It's a bit problematic, but that's semantics, and I'll put that aside. But basically, if a young teenage man gets a young teenage woman pregnant, the first two years are debt free. So she does not have, according to him, does not have to drag him into court for child support. The young woman would go and enroll in college. The young man would enroll in a trade school. The courts would stay or delay any request for child support, cost for a food program or head start program until the completion of the trade. so the state or the feds would uh, push this money into the state, and the state would not require the young man to reimburse the state as long as he fulfills the two years of trade school okay now if the company if if the couple marries they would be further incentivized by receiving a 0% home loan and all of the other debts would be forgiven because now you have uh, on your way to having a, a degreed young woman and a young man with a vocation and the rationale or the payoff is the united states gains a tradesman and solves uh, some of the infrastructure infrastructure problems this harkens back to i guess as Mike was saying, where women were teachers or professionals, and they were traditionally married to tradesmen or blue collar workers, this strengthens the black community and america America as a whole uh, because you have more marriages, stronger financial stability, and uh, this can all be done by an executive order that finances these state
0: programs based on that, what are your thoughts?: I think that it's a great, great idea in the sense that The one thing that is uh, lacking right now and statistically is uh, uh, trades. A lot of people, you know, we 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 were fed, spoon fed the whole go to college four years and blah, blah, blah. And a a lot of people did that. And now there's a shortage of electricians, there's a shortage of plumbers, there's a shortage of carpenters, there's a shortage of a lot of people to do these trades, uh, especially, you know. In our communities, and it's a good job. And if you're able to, and even if, and if you're able to get into a union, and even if you can't get into the union, if you have so many of so many uh, black and people taking advantage of the black, let's say people of color as well who take advantage of those programs, you could start your own union and and create that type of uh, power. But it's a good idea because again, they pay these jobs pay very well. We would, I mean, we would brainwashed. Oh, that's that's not a job. That's a blue collar job. You want to get a college degree. And then you get out of college and you got a job that pays you maybe 50000 if you're lucky and you got $300,000 of student loans. And, you know, you, you, you find yourself in a hole right out the box. You know, I think it just it, it's something that especially if you're a young man and, and you know, statistically women, black women uh, have more degrees than everybody at this point, including white women. So I think that it's it's a positive thing. Um, something's gotta give, right? I think that would be the perfect thing, especially when you're talking about now you get a home, zero financing, uh, you, you know you know you you haven't accumulated a lot of debt and you you become self sufficient. And I think that's what the community is lacking. You learn something that you can take with you and you can't no one can take it away from you. And you can go anywhere with that trade.
2: I think if this is built into a reparations package um that's specifically geared towards uh benefiting of black people in this country, then yes. If it's a general program, I can see how others will use it and um, will try to exclude black folks in programs that we've seen before. Even if we're talking about affirmative action, the the, the highest beneficiary of affirmative action has been white women and their counterparts because they only have to own 51% of the business. The other forty nine percent is owned probably by her white man, so they're the biggest beneficiary of programs that are like that. But if it's earmarked specifically for African Americans in this country, then I I would say that absolutely sets out um, some good goals. I don't know if that's the final answer for this, but it's definitely a good starting place, creating an incentive for um doing better it helps everyone it helps it helps the 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 woman who is who's is pregnant at a very young age it helps this young man it helps the country eventually because they become citizens that are that are doing well and and aren't having to struggle and haven't aren't
1: having to start in a place behind the eight ball i give this plan a c plus i'm not feeling it One, because I think the idea of attaching uh, upward mobility to teenage pregnancy is an ill-thought-out plan, and here's why. One, you are tracking someone who might not necessarily want to do that. So the idea of using child support as leverage to say you have to do this and you have to get on this track in order to not be – required by the court to pay X, Y, and Z. I think that's a problematic way to go about it just because of the history of this country. This country has never sought to benefit any people of color, but definitely not not Black men. So I think to your point about it being earmarked, even if it were, those who would dismantle it would do it probably as soon as the ink dried on whatever the legislation was. It is, I think, an opportunity for just like we saw in Tulsa, just like we saw in Rosewood. I don't think the issue is that Black people can't build up their community. I don't think that's the issue. I think the issue is this government finds ways to up in the progress that Black people attempt to make. And to say, if you get on this track, everything will be great. It's like, Fool me once, shame well, on me. Fool me twice, shame on. I agree. If, I, I agree. If, if if it was their plan,
2: I would be way more skeptical, right? But they have to approve but, it. That's the point. But but hear me hear me up. I'm I'm just saying like if it worked okay, the on. way
1: I got something else to it, say because I'm if not it sure worked,
2: if it worked the way that they the way that Mike proposed that it would work because it's not their plan. It's his plan, right? If it worked in the way that I don't know um, that he was proposing. It's not that it, it's saying that um, it's an alternative to what already exists. So if they go through the system, and the system will actually put you in jail for being
1: in arrears, it's an alternative to to that. And so, why are we putting it, people in jail for arrears? That's the that's the point. But doing. it's happening now. That's what I'm saying. It's already <laughs> happening. We should be addressing that. Absolutely,
2: but. What, what, but here's an here's an all here's another alternative. No,
1: I, I get it. I'm just saying there are and, and, and everyone is, everyone responsible for,
2: for going, everyone is responsible and will go to jail for arrears. Everyone, but African Americans, because we have marginalized and we have disenfranchised you. Here's an option because we there, you're, there haven't been other options before. Here's a different option you can take this option and do something different it doesn't even say that you have to get married it says that right. the mother can do this the father can do this and the government will cuz that's why i say that it has to be attached to like a, rep, a reparations package because it can't be oh, just right. this and My i don't think is, that this is i don't i don't think you can just have a single policy without changing other things as well right. but is this a
1: policy that can could have positive effects the problem i have with how he proposes it is it's not one option in a bevy of options right so if i'm this young man maybe i do want to get my associates because i want to do graphic designing maybe i do want to get my bachelor's because i i ultimately want to get my degree to say that the state can't support educational endeavors that also lead to economic improvement and upliftment and comeuppance is short-sighted. Like I agree with Vin blue collar jobs should be focused on more like vocational jobs used to be like, we used to have a high school in New York. I don't even know if it still mm-hmm. exists.
0: There are programs, BOCES.
1: Exactly. You know, so I, I, I think we need to push that just in general. The problem I have is that it, it doesn't deal with the incarceration piece. It doesn't necessarily deal with multiple children. It doesn't deal with um lack of maturity and how to deal and how to manage life happens let Let's say he's unable to continue the schooling for some like i would obviously Mike would have to flesh out you know all of these hypotheticals, mm-hmm. but what if the 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 young man can't finish the program for whatever reason? I don't think you design the program for
2: the person I think or you the, I didn't even finish. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading your mind. I know. I know. That's when we get into great trouble. I don't think you design the, I don't think you design the per the program for the person that is going to fail out. You de- design it for success and I don't think that I, I don't think that this is a standalone program that will fix all problems of the black community. But it addresses one aspect of our issues, just one aspect, because we've got a um, a million ways that we've been screwed by this country. But this might address one of them, because I I I can I'm pretty sure that there's it's more than just promotion. one plan that uh, Killer Mike will put on the table for. Helping helping this country, but I don't think that he's. He, but this is a good plan. Why not? Let's let's look at it. Let's see how it works. It's better than any plan that exists now to help black youth. Better than any plan that exists in government to help black youth right now.
1: It's it's well, definitely. A, I th- I, well, let me just finish this point. I think you do plan for failure because otherwise, those who do fall through the cracks are the ones who ultimately are going to be impacted the most. And that will upend,
0: I think, whatever
1: good we might be potentially looking at if this program were to go into
0: effect. It's a, you know, Washington Carver approach dealing with you're creating a uh, program that addresses the grassroots. I think, you know, I'm thinking outside of, you know, the vocations as far as plumbing and things you also think about, learning to be a farmer learning to learning to kind of create these avenues to uh, eventually you know feed and create an economy i mean if you if you if you have farmers creating food and creating all the things for the, for for the black community it kind of you become self sufficient again you, you know i think it was rico maybe you said about the toll center then yeah that there's that possibility of it and and the tearing of it of a tearing down of it but I also think that we also need to tap into your Byron Allens and your, and your Jay-Zs and all these other billionaires to try to help funding it. And I think in, in to incentivize them to do it, you have to give them sort of some tax write-offs or something like that to, to make them want to get behind it. Because if, if it's money you're bitching about, well, the federal government can't do it, then you have to make it where it's attractive for other organizations and businessmen to want to get involved. That want to see black folks do right, your Magic Johnsons, your Byron Allens, your Jay Z, whoever's got money like that, who is willing to put, you know, their hand in the pot, but they got to, you got to give them something as well, because, like you said, the government, in in theory, will want to do it. They'll write the fucking ticket, but the first chance they get, they're gonna strip it with the budget will strip it. Hmm. So, I, I, it's it's a great plan, but I think there's a lot more that needs to be. A lot more things need to be secure, as far as the money's concerned. Apart, as as far as who's getting involved in it, you know, because in theory it's great, but then in practice it'll be failed because again you'll have (laughs) you have Republicans trying to strip every dollar they can of that program. We don't have enough for that, you know what I mean? So I think you have to think of that as well. But I think it's good because it's it sets a foundation. For what the community needs, we need our own farmers. We need our own stores. We need all these things because we consume at such a a high level. We're not creating, you know, the 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 structure, the bones of the thing.
1: I think we actually would have all of that, but then to there's a there's a piece in that I'm saying or that I'm recognizing is talk about this. We have to um, suspend our belief. This government is actively trying to make it harder for black people to live. So it's not just create this program, you have to unwind, you have to deconstruct all of these programs, all of these all of this legislation that is intended to make their life make our lives harder. So it's not just hey, I'm going to create this program, but at the same time I got a police force that is ready to kill you at will hey, I'm going to give you this program, but I don't have an infrastructure in terms of funding for, I don't know, uh, what am I, uh, internet connection or uh, healthy food or all these other things that help create a healthy human being or access to healthcare. So it's like saying, and I want to make this final point, it's also pretending that most drug dealers and most criminals did not have two parents in the household. It it is to me another version of when you put on airs. It's it's like um, the the point is like when you when you try to mask something to make it seem like it's more presentable and it's more civilized, but in fact, it is it is as uh, uh, deleterious under the uh, mask that that as anything evil could possibly be.
2: I, I I mean I get what I get what you're saying and and there are a multitude of issues that we have to deal with this is there's not one thing that's going to fix everything and i think we don't not build something because it doesn't fix every problem every problem needs its own solution so if this is one thing that he's talking about because he is the child of a teenage mother 16 his mother was 16 i think his father w- wasn't much older so maybe this program deals with issues that he's had in his own life right that he recognizes because he lived through it i didn't my mother wasn't a teenage mother she didn't have the same struggles i didn't have to be raised by my grandparents because my mother couldn't get a job because she's uh still in high school so maybe this is addressing those problems individually this particular program but it's not going to fix everything that we've experienced in this country every slight that we've or 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 um th- th- every everything that we've experienced in this country where someone is trying to marginalize us to put us on the side it's not but does this address teenage parents does this address their struggles and what happens to them what happens to teenage parents i don't know the statistics about the success rate of parents uh between the ages of of 13 and and 17 but i'm guessing that they're not faring as well as those who have children later in life who have gone through college and have graduated and who have gotten jobs or who who are able to cl- complete high school i'm assuming but how do we create opportunities so they they don't fall through the cracks because maybe they maybe they are the source of that could be the source of a lot of the issues that we may be having because children are raising children and have no options. If you give somebody options, maybe they're not in the street so much. If you give somebody options, maybe they're not making bad decisions. And if this can address that particular problem, Mm. that's not going to fix other problems we're having. It's not going to fix fucking... Uh, uh Wells Fargo from trying to cheat us or or uh Navy Federal from trying to cheat us it's not going to fix that problem but it may it re- enforce us, reinforce our community economically down the line 20 years down the line cuz we got more tradesmen we got more people who are self sufficient who are not living off the government or who are, who are not maybe in in jail or that's the thing well, not at that point. The, well, the, they would the have program, a debt to the government. The program, I'm just saying one. I you, don't trust the government. The program is to get you through training, not 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 to live off of off of government um, subsidies. Well, it's initially
1: would be based off of government subsidies to get you through training. All right, is what I said. Yeah, I mean, it's still a government subsidy. Which my point is that I still don't trust the government. Two, the the phrase I was trying to uh, think of earlier was respectability. Um, politics, which I think this sort of falls in line with. Welcome back to another segment of What's the Scenario?
0: Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so, what, so what's the scenario? All
1: right, guys. So you may have heard the story. Um, this one I thought was funny, but I just wanted to see what you guys would have done in this situation. So a man leaves a bad review on an Airbnb superhost uh profile. <laughs> the host then sends his wife, security camera pick of him and his mistress. Oof. Allegedly. Allegedly. The plaintiff's marriage has uh, suffered as a result because uh, the plaintiff has, well, plaintiff, the guest has now filed a lawsuit against the Air- Airbnb host due to emotional, extreme emotional distress, public humiliation. And I'm just curious, do you think that this What's his name? I don't want anyone to say his name. I don't want to add to his embarrassment. Uh, No, you might as well. It's it's all over the media now. (laughs) All right. what's his name? Uh, Sean Mackey. Do you think Sean Mackey has grounds to stand on? Absolutely. This story has so many twists. (laughs) So many
2: turns. So, he rents this place. He's renting it with four of his friends. He tells the owner of the property that He's gonna have some friends that from town come over for dinner one of the nights that he's renting. Right, he pays he pays like five hundred and sixty bucks for two nights, or five hundred and sixty bucks per night for this huge place that's supposed to sleep twelve. Right, it's him and four guests. Mm-hmm. He invites some friends over. The, the owner of the property says you have to register all of the people that are going to be coming by, whether they're staying over or not. So he and wants a max to have of friends over. Guests. A max of eight guests. And a max of eight guests. But the but the Airbnb um, listing says it, it it can host up to 12. But she cut them to eight, right? Mm-hmm. After it's all said and done, he leaves her a bad review. After he leaves her the bad review, she goes to Airbnb and tries to hit him with all these fees to $960. And he says, no, nah, fuck that. I'm not paying that. She sends him a picture of him walking in this door with this other woman and says, how's Natalie? I guess that's his wife's name. She must've looked him up on air on, on, uh, on Facebook. Facebook or social media, found his wife's name and said, would you like me to send this to Natalie or something like that? Or how's Natalie? And sends him the picture of him walking in the door with this other chick. So she's getting petty and he's, he didn't budge. He still wasn't paying it. So she's, uh, and I think, I think he filed a grievance with Airbnb because they took down his bad review, and he filed a grievance with Airbnb. And then she sent the picture to his wife, right? So this, she's petty as fuck. She crossed the line. She yeah, crossed the line. First of she all, he had he had friends over, right? He had friends over for dinner. Who's to say they hadn't stepped outside to have a cigarette and they're coming back in the door, right? Because she can't say wh- why they were outside at three o'clock in the morning and coming back inside. I'm just saying, I'm just saying there was no context for the <laughs> image that she sent. Right. There's no context. You just see your husband going in the door and it says, "Uh, you know, 3, 12 a.m. with another woman. There's no context. <laughs> His wife had
1: all but the context if- she needed.
2: <laughs> but it, but imagine imagine right. You rent a house. Alric Cochran on the in the house. You, the you, but no, no. I'm just I'm saying. Imagine <laughs> this. You rent a house in a town close by where you grew up, right? You invite some friends over for dinner. Y'all are hanging out, drinking whatever. There's no smoking in the house. There's no vaping in the house. I might step outside to have a cigarette, right? And then I'm coming back in the door at three twelve, but I stepped out at three three. Three zero eight, and I'm coming back in at three twelve. But that's all she got. You send that to my wife; it's gonna be a problem
1: with no context. Well, maybe not, because now Uh, it looks like I'm creeping. What if the the wife knows who she is? Then it's no problem. I don't know if that makes it it better or worse. They could all be friends unless it's a family member, right? Or they could just all be friends. She's aware that the uh, person's going to be there. Like you said, they may have gone outside. My issue with this is, like Vince said. This owner completely and is clearly a habitual line stepper if Mm. they felt the need to not only research him personally, Mm. find out who his wife was, create a fake email, send this picture, and then use that as some sort of leverage in order to get this uh, extortion. You were
0: blackmailing him. You were blackmailing him.
1: Extortion.
0: Yeah. Right. Blackmail, extortion, the whole nine yards. That's fucked up what she did. You know what I mean? Because you didn't get first of all. Then don't say it can hold twelve people if you're only going to let eight people come in. Say eight people, right. right? Right. And remove any betting or anything like things that can allow twelve people to stay there. Don't fucking don't don't list it for twelve if you're only going to let eight people in. And I'm right. curious: are are these people of the same color, or is one black and one's white? I think they, they're all they white. Be they're all black. white. Yes, they're all white. Yeah. All right. So was it wasn't anything? It wasn't any. Well, is the owner? older and he's younger i don't know i no, didn't see any owner picture there's to be a woman but there's no picture the reason why i ask is because her her trying to limit how many guests he can have made me or being under the assumption that he's going to have a party that might get out of hand or whatever so i'm i'm gonna say to you you can't have more than eight guests now not to say that eight, eight people can't fuck up a house but my point is is like why what why all all of a sudden you're 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 fucking making all these rules and that's something you're supposed to say at the very beginning if you intend to ha- that should be a in the in the fine print if you intend to have a party or guests you need to do this you need to you need to let me know because yeah
1: she sent him a message saying that she's getting complaints about the noise at the house so that's what that's that sort he of what of was causing yeah. So that's what sort of created this tension and friction between the two of them.
0: Like my thing is when you sign up a contract for the Airbnb and the person's paying five hundred dollars a night and you live in a certain neighborhood where certain things need to be quiet at a certain time, you're supposed to know all these things. You're supposed to say, hey, uh, this is what it is. It's five hundred dollars a night. If you're if you're planning to have more than four guests at the house, it's going to be this much money. If you want to have yeah, a party, that, that you, is, that you, exactly, you can only...
2: exactly how they laid it out. That's well, exactly so... how they laid it out. And But here's the thing. So he books the house. He tells the owner that he's going to have these people over for dinner or friends over for dinner. She mm-hmm. says she wants them to register as if they're staying there overnight. They're not staying there overnight. They're not supposed to be overnight guests. They're coming there to hang out and have dinner. She wants he them to register that, so they
0: can get more money.
2: Well, he's, he sent him all the, all the information. Mm-hmm. He sent the owner all that information about who's coming over and, and what. And I understand if you're airbnb your house, you want to make sure that people aren't tearing your shit up. You don't you want to rent it out and find out that somebody threw a, a big rager party and now there's there's fucking holes in your floor and shit like that. I understand. That's, that's understandable. But once he sends you all of that stuff, why are you beefing? That was clearly, you're trying to extort. You're you, that the, the first message was a threat to him. You know, you were trying to get that $960. You're trying to get well, that She's saying cash.
1: that she actually did not receive everyone's name and that they were loud and uh, cursing in the parking lot, which was upsetting her neighbors. And the weird part for me is that she asked him and his guests to leave at three o'clock in the morning. Like, that's not going to happen. No, no, that's never going to happen. (laughs) Then you tell me I got to pay almost another thousand dollars. But not if the 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 rental was over after he left a bad review.
2: Right. Because he didn't like how it went down. Right. Then that's when the pictures started going back and forth Um, after the bad review.
0: My thing is, is it, is it is is there uh is there some sort of legality involved in using pictures illegally, like obtained through video cameras, like that? Like, isn't there some like? it's, it's No,
1: he it doesn't have any there. expectation
0: of uh, privacy. On but is the video is, is the video public. camera in the house or outside? No, house? it's outside the house. Outside the house. Okay. All right. Well, then. But
2: still, I, you could you She's can see that. Up. Could, yeah, it's <laughs> it's still extortion. Yeah she's,
0: yeah, yeah, she's definitely she's definitely because you can for that
2: when she sent him the email first with the picture mm-hmm. referencing his wife by first name.
0: Yeah, black. That man.
2: is her acknowledging that she knows that this ain't your wife, mm-hmm. right? Then she sends the picture to the wife saying, "Oh, I like your bag. Where'd you get that?" Oh
0: wow, what a see. Oh, season. I see that. Wow. Oh yeah, what, yeah, yeah. What a That's see you next Tuesday.
2: Oh, I like your bag. Where did you get that? with the with the husband oh wow in the picture wow! now now he's suing her that that's why this yeah. thing blew up because now he's suing her i absolutely would have sued the shit out of this woman
0: i don't i don't know what oh, that would
2: be my house
0: yeah yeah. I don't, I don't know what 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 the what the stipulations and the kid, like what what is it what are the grounds for him suing her like what are the what's the legal legality of it because again if these pictures make him get a divorce, and he winds up losing half his money. Hell yeah, I'm taking everything that you have, including the Airbnb, bitch. It's mine. Well,
1: I mean, they are suing her for uh, cons conspiring to extort sums of money out of yeah him, yeah, yeah, which is a violation yeah. of federal RICO, federal and state extortion statutes, wow. evasion of privacy, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. No yeah. more Airbnb it was for her. Definitely
0: that. No more Airbnb for her. Yeah. Uh, no, sure. no one's renting that house
1: like listen sean do you want this house (laughs) (laughs) no
2: i think that's a. she's a she's a real piece of shit yes she is is. that homeowner is a real piece of shit
1: she's
0: scumbaggery Mm. well
1: that's this week in what's the scenario uh it is time to wrap up this lovely show here
0: we go yo here we go yo so what so what's what's the scenario we
1: we are at the golden point of the hour gentlemen what did you learn today
0: uh, I learned you'd never rent an Airbnb from a Karen. He <laughs> <laughs> just might fuck your whole shit up. <laughs> and, don't go, and don't have yeah, yeah. company. I'm going to go. Yeah. I was just about to say, don't have, have any deep, company in that. Don't rent uh, Airbnb and don't have company.
2: Yeah. Don't check. All right. Don't rent from Karen and don't sneak Becky in at 3 a.m. Yeah. In your Airbnb. No doubt.
1: All right. What my final thought. This? Um, I actually didn't learn it today and I wanted to share with you guys. I was on the train about a week ago with my youngest son and she told the both of us, if she's trying to give you that pull tang, you better wrap it up like Wu Tang. Who said that? Some old woman on the train. Said that to your son? Yes. Your young one or the oldest? The youngest. Oh, Jesus. So (laughs) I now give you all that same advice. If she's trying to give you that pull tang, Wrap it up like Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Wu Tang. <laughs> when,
2: when was uh-huh. Wu Tang wrapping it up,
1: though? It no, you didn't like get it. the bar. Wrap it. Because I'm pretty like, sure they liked it raw. At as least far as I know.
0: did. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, <laughs> ah, ah, uh, baby.
1: All right. Um. So, guys, as you know, you can always call Texas at 619 940. You can email us at decoding40 at gmail.com. If you want to go check out the merch, go to decoding 40, uh, decoding40pod.com. decoding uh, Anything else I'm
0: missing? Uh, 619-940-4040. Did I not say the number? Nah, not, not the last one. Wow. Okay.
1: 619-940-4040. And uh, with that, welcome back.
0: Yes, sir. See you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.
1: Thank you for listening to Decoding 40.